Super Talk Mississippi media production. Have you heard all the rave about the new Quick Grill located inside the Be Quick Chevron on Veterans Boulevard? Come visit Be Quick Chevron along with Quick Grill, Be Quick Food Marts, your locally owned hometown convenience store, wherever you are. He's the former president and publisher of the Sun-Herald, and now he's on the radio. Welcome to Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome to Coast View, the show that celebrates the men and women who are making coastal Mississippi and Mississippi, for that matter, a great place to live, work, and play. Look, today is a continuation of the days of gratitude that we had last Thursday and Friday here on Super Talk. It's an opportunity to celebrate people, volunteers who are working so hard to fill those gaps. And I talk about it almost, yeah, it seems like every day on Coast View, but the thousand points of light, those people who are just going beyond the call of duty to help others in the community. The pandemic has an oppor- you know, gave many people who fit that description an opportunity to kind of step up and provide a service to the community. Uh, people like Brian and Marie Sanderson, who we'll have it here in just a second. But I want to tell you a little bit about what they did uh, they developed what is called uh, the Mississippi 30-Day Fund. It's a nonprofit that was focused on helping, uh, giving forgivable loans to Mississippi-based businesses. These forgivable loans were really important because at, at a time of really significant financial need for small businesses, as they were reopening and trying to understand how to navigate the realities, both the social and economic realities of the, of the pandemic, they needed help. And what this fund did, the Mississippi 30-Day Fund, is provide that, that assistance. Brian and Marie actually live in Ocean Springs, and they've been on the show you know, three or four times over the past year. They're entrepreneurs. They've done work all over the country. They've worked in both the private and the public sector. They're involved in multiple businesses. And I say this, I've said this many times as, on this show, but the 30-Day Fund sort of personifies what it means to leverage your relationships, the people, the relationships you've gained over many years uh, for the betterment of, of meeting a community need, in this case, a need for Mississippi during the pandemic. You know, they, they essentially believe in that whole concept, the principle of paying it forward. Um, I should also point out, as it relates to the, the uh, 30-day fund, one of the, one of the important things they did, one of the really powerful things they did is they created a scenario where all administrative costs we're going to be handled by themselves or volunteers so that 100% of the contributions that come into the Mississippi 30-Day Fund would go back out to the small businesses. Um, they, I was humbled and honored to be a member of the, uh, of the advisory committee, and, uh, and it, was, um, it was an easy thing to do because I believe in what they're doing so much, and they are definitely one of the many thousand points of light that we have an opportunity to have here in in Mississippi. Um, so without any further ado, let me bring uh, Brian and Marie in, Brian and Marie Sanderson, and just say, first of all, good morning. How are you guys doing? Good morning, Ricky. It's good to be with you. Good morning. It's good. We have some really, really special guests that we're going to introduce in just a few minutes, but how have you, I mean, how are you, how are you doing? Is, is life beginning to find its new normal for you? Tell me a, a bit about it. Like, let's start with you, Marie. What's the latest in your world? Well, we're still working and still Zooming, um, like everyone else in the country, uh, learning to work from my den as opposed to an office. 
Um, but we've been really lucky, as I'd say, compared to some of the friends across the country. Um, our businesses have been open, been able to reopen. Our schools um, have been open. And so, um, you know, our children have had as much of a normal life um, as possible. Um, we actually got COVID. So we um, got COVID and survived COVID, just like a lot of our um, recipients had. Um, and so we've been like most families um, at this uncertain time. It's, it's It's been a year with a lot of memories, um, some of which I can't even remember two weeks back, let alone six months back about what we've been through this year. Yeah, it's, it's, been, it's been an amazing, it's hard to even kind of comprehend that it's been over a year now that we've dealt with this. Mm -hmm. Brian, tell me about your world these days. Yes, yeah, so uh, much like Marie's, obviously, uh, starting to travel a little bit more um, for, for work, um, certainly not to the levels we were before. Um, but, you know, it's, it's just as everyone has experienced, it's been an odd year. You, do, you didn't have the, the normal cadence of a year of certain milestones that you do every year because you couldn't do those normal things. So that's been odd. But, um, you know, we're, we're grateful for our health and our communities. and. Um, the wonderful support of, of everyone coming together and pulling through. Well, we'll get to the number of businesses you guys were able to help. And we actually have a couple, uh, three specifically that will be joining us here in just a second. But, you know, one of the highlights of Coast View this past year was the the opportunity you the two of you and I had to have four governors on Coast View simultaneously. Uh, governors Musgrove, Mabus, Barber, and Bryant, all on at the same time talking about the Mississippi 30-Day Fund. You know, their honorary uh, board members or advisory board members, and um, and you know, seeing seeing their commitment to you know what doing what they could to help this this effort be successful was a real testament to the fact that you guys have been able to sort of cross party lines and make this sort of a non political effort, really focused on doing just the right thing. That but that was a highlight, wasn't it? Oh, absolutely. It was a memory I'll never forget having them all and you're interviewing them. It was very special. And you know, yeah. a lesson we, you know, you and I and Marie all learned after Hurricane Katrina of, you know, party lines didn't matter and um, of, of folks coming together to, to get the job done and help their neighbors. Yeah, there's, there's, gosh, man, what, what a wonderful statement. And really it's, it's in this moment, we get an opportunity to say, why wow, you know, why we're so grateful, you know, I mean, there's a lot to be grateful for. So, so I said this on my show last week, but gr gratitude can be described as, uh, as realizing that what you have is enough. You know, too many people, they want so much more, but they don't, they don't realize that that's something we learned after Katrina, that buildings don't make a community, the people do. And, and when you have a moment like COVID, you get a chance to be reminded that family and friends and maybe business associates, but those people around us are the most important thing. Uh, and certainly we've, we've, uh, we've all had this opportunity to see that. Um, why don't, why don't we bring our guests in and introduce them? And then we'll just kind of, we're going to have a, a kind of a free for all conversation, which I'm really looking forward to. We have Marilee Fur from Miners Toy Store. She's from Ocean Springs, but she's actually in Colorado as we speak. Marilee, how are you doing? I'm great, thank you, and so happy to be able to join you all from a distance. We're getting to visit our family member that we haven't seen in 18 months, and so thank you all for letting me be a part of today. Yeah, no, no doubt, and we're we're honored to have you. I want to introduce Frances uh, Smith from she owns with her son Patrick's restaurant in Ocean Springs. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you for asking. 
Yeah, it's good to have you. You have a beautiful smile, incidentally, for people who are watching on the radio or, or, or listening on the radio. Thank you. Uh, and then I want to introduce uh, Jean uh, Johnson and Brittany. Brittany, I didn't write your last name down. What's your last name? Johnson also. Okay. Oh, okay. So there you go. That's easy. Uh, they, they are with J&W Smokehouse in Cleveland, Mississippi. And I've, I've really enjoyed... Uh, we always get an opportunity to visit before the show starts, and I've been enjoying getting to know Gene and Brittany and, and the rest of these wonderful people before the show started. So why don't we do this? Let's, uh, let's start. Uh, we'll start with, uh, with the, the two that I just introduced, Gene uh, and Brittany Johnson at J&W Smokehouse. Tell, what is it you guys do? Tell me about your business. All right, so we have a smokehouse located here in Cleveland, Mississippi, in the Mississippi Delta. And it was started by two friends. They used to barbecue for, like, the local football teams on Friday nights. And eventually they decided to open a restaurant, and they make their barbecues from recipes of three generations. So it's passed wow. down to the family. <laughs> oh, that's cool. So, so, Gene, you've been a part of this from the very beginning, huh? Yes, my husband, his friend started, like she said, barbecuing for friends and stuff. And uh, they said, we need to put this on the market. So they went out and started a restaurant. And now we're getting our children involved in it so they can take over. Once wow. That's, that's great. Look, I have a place up in the Delta outside of Greenwood. And then we, we have some hunting ground over in Chula and we have some hunting ground over in Mentor City. And I love the Delta. I spend as much time there as I possibly can. Well, you have to stop by and visit us one of those weekends you're up. <laughs> I would love to. It would, it would be a pleasure. We'll come back to you guys in just a minute. So let's, right. come, let's come over to Francis. Francis, tell me about Patrick's. Well, Patrick is a family business as well. Uh, my mom, Jocelyn Mayfield, uh, she had the restaurant for 40 years. Her and my dad started off at Trilby's Restaurant in Ocean Springs as managers and chefs. Uh, after mom had the six kids and they got us the last uh, uh, sibling out of college, she told my dad, she said, I gave you what you wished, children, and now I want my own restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> so they took the, uh, the, the little pink house, we call it, and it is 100 years old plus. And my dad and some of his friends that were plumbers, electricians and all of that, Built it to code back in 40 years ago, and mom opened up her restaurant called Jocelyn's. After uh, having the restaurant, mom, uh, dad passed away about 11 years ago, and mom just recently passed away in October of last year during the COVID. So it's been a rough year for us. God bless uh, you. Yeah. Thank you. So we uh, reopened the restaurant. Patrick and I reopened the restaurant three years. It'll be three years in August. And so, so let's do this. Let's do yes. I don't want to. I don't want to cut you off. But Francis, when yes. we come back, I'll let you finish that, yeah. and then we'll move over to Marilee Fur and have her tell us about Miner's Toy Story. But okay. uh, these are these are wonderful people who have been part of the Mississippi Thirty Day Fund, and we're going to talk about how it enabled them in ways that they needed uh, during the pandemic. We'll be back after this break. live or on demand and watch episodes of Coast View on your laptop, desktop, or on your phone or tablet by going to supertalkmsgulfcoast.com. 
talking to the people that help make the coast such a unique place to live. This is Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Koshi. We're talking about the Mississippi 30-Day Fund. We have Brian and Marie Sanderson with us, and we also have three people who have benefited from the fund that we're having conversations with. Uh, Mary Lee Furr from Miner's Toy Store, uh, Store in Ocean Springs. She's actually in Colorado. Jean uh, and Brittany Johnson from J&W Smokehouse in Cleveland in the, in the heart of the Mississippi Delta. And Francine Smith uh, of Patrick's. I- saying francis i I told her i had to take some medicine we'll come back on the air it says francine i saw francis and i messed that up but i apologize for messing your name up francine but anyway come back to you you were you were just i want to make sure you complete your story so your son and you take it from there we took it over um uh mom had the restaurant closed for about three years she was aging uh, she uh, passed away at 89 last year, so kind of give you an idea how long she stayed in the business. Um, we lost all the grandfather uh, protection from the restaurant because it closed. So we had to do complete renovations, meet code. Uh, it was a $50,000 venture to get that restaurant up and going. But I was I promised my mom that we would keep her legacy going. So. I was determined to do whatever I needed to do to make that happen. So we did. We got it open in um, August of 2018. We had a good year to start. The following year was going great. We were looking forward to year two, and the COVID hit. Yeah. Well, Francis, here's the interesting thing. Um, and I, and I, I think about this all the time, that to be an entrepreneur, to be a small business person, you have to have a passion. Yes. Without the passion... This, you probably wouldn't do it because yeah. there's, there's, it's hard. It's not yeah. easy. And then you add to that COVID, especially being in the restaurant business. Mm-hmm. It, it just adds a whole nother layer. And then, of course, you had your issue of, of updating. But we'll come back to you in just a minute, okay. Francine, and we'll continue that conversation. Uh, Marilee Furr, tell me about your business. Well, I'm the owner of Miner's Toy Store in Ocean Springs, and my parents started the store 35 years ago. And similar to Francine uh, and the other guests, there's just so much passion and so much family legacy and family heart and soul involved in this little business. Um, When the COVID came, my parents had just passed away a couple years prior to that at 92. And... um, I was like, oh my gosh, I cannot lose the toy store because of this COVID-19 situation. And I talked with my family. I'm like, we just have to do whatever it takes. And so I felt that same drive to just, we drove around, we drove toys to deliver them. We did whatever it took. And when, um, it was just a hard, scary time. And we had to make that decision to do whatever we could to persevere for our neighborhood and for our community and our families. Yeah, Mar- Marilee, of course, you know, that is that's such an institution there in Ocean Springs. And we all know it so well over the many, many years. And it's wonderful that you're continuing that legacy. But it's true of Francine. It's true of of Jean and Brittany, you know, this family connection, yeah. you know, there's something about that legacy. You just want to kind of keep it yeah. going. And that describes a lot of Mississippi businesses. Yeah. Hey, let's come back yeah. to Marie and, and Brian for just a second. And we'll, I'll be back to each one of you here shortly. Um, 
How many businesses were ultimately in, uh, helped by the Mississippi 30-Day Fund? So uh, today we have uh, approximately 135 wow. uh, businesses that that have have, have received help. Right. There, you know, all sorts of businesses from every corner of the state, large larger cities, smaller cities. So we've been really pleased with the. Um, you know, it, it's it mirrors the great fabric of of small businesses in our state. So, um, Marie, tell me real quick what the status of the of the Mississippi Thirty Day Fund is today, so that people can understand sort of where you are in the process. Sure. Well, the the fund is still open, but we're running a pretty significant wait list. So we have shut down the application process um, as we raise um, the last amount of funds to pay for our pipeline. The initial purpose, 30-day fund means 30 days. And um, I think it's just a testament to what 2020 was. We thought we'd be past COVID in August. So we said, we'll stand up a fund in June and we'll shut it down in August. Um, it'll go for 30 days. Um, it's also meant our $3,000 forgivable grants were not meant to save a business completely, but to give them 30 days to fight another day. So $3,000 will help a business for, you know, 30 days. So um, we uh, did never meant to be open this long. We still are. We had people to help. And as long as we had money coming in, we were going to fund businesses. So right now we're um, raising a bit more money for our pipeline. And then we'll try to figure out what to do next as hopefully the economy begins to open again. Wow. That's a that's an incredible accomplishment. And um, I know the businesses are really, really happy that you uh, put this fund together. So let's come back up to uh, to Jean and Brittany Johnson from J&W Smokehouse in Cleveland. And how, how did you learn about the fund? Um, it was I started the website and everything, trying to see what I can do to maintain my business in this pandemic. And uh, the Mississippi Third Day Fund came across, and I told my husband, I said, let's apply for this here. He said, we could take a chance, and that's below, it came through for us. Yeah, good. <laughs> How, you, know, you know, see, pe people need to hear this, that um, if you're running a big business, you think about three thousand dollars. You know, you wonder how much how much difference that makes. But for a small business, three three thousand dollars can be the difference between surviving and not surviving. Tell me how important this was to you guys. Oh. <laughs> well, for us, it was a big help because with the three thousand dollars, we were able to pay for our pay our employees their payroll, who were continuing to come in through work when business got slow. And also, we um had a drive-through system, but it wasn't pretty. It wasn't like the up-to-date one. So with that, we were also able to better our drive-through service. And you know, when the restaurants closed, we were able to continue to keep our doors, you know, open by using the drive-through system. Yeah, well, that that's good. Hey, I'm I, I'm gonna come through Cleveland one day because, by the <laughs> way, you need to know this. Besides fish. Barbecue is one of my favorite. I just love good barbecue. <laughs> Who doesn't love good barbecue? Right. For goodness sake. Francine, tell me about how did you learn about the 30-day fund? And then uh, tell me about how it helps you. Um, I have a family, an old family friend, Dr. Mason um, from Biloxi. And he keeps his eyes on us. Uh, Loved my mom, loves the family, and whenever anything would come through, he would send a message to me and say, this is what I know, go for it. And so I completed the information, the application, and uh, was 
you know, awarded uh, 3000 for the business. Well, that's that's good to hear. I'm glad to hear that. And it was able it, was, it made a difference, didn't it? Oh, yes. Well, when you think about we were a startup restaurant. Mm hmm. It's like we might have had a little uh, delay in that signal, but that's OK. When she comes back in, we'll let her finish her thought. So coming over to you, Mary Lee Fur, uh, tell me yeah. about how did you learn about the uh, the fund, the Mississippi 30 Day Fund? And uh, tell me about how it made a difference for you. <clears throat> Excuse me. Please, I learned uh, about the fund. Oh, uh, uh -huh. hey, we'll come, Francine. We'll come back to you in just a second. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. I learned about the fund from um, a good friend and customer at the toy store. Alerted me, and I saw it on Facebook as well right away. And I just was so thrilled because I had been just crying and struggling, trying to apply for a PPP, and the banks ran out of money, and I don't have a staff to do paperwork for me or anything. And so, when this beautiful program came up, it was just right for me. It took like 15 minutes to apply mm -hmm. and uh and make the little video which was part of the application telling about my business and then very quickly we got a response and for me that made all the difference in faith and optimism mm -hmm. and hope i already had a willing spirit and i knew that and a commitment but what i needed is to know that other people also believed in me and believed in Miner's Toy Store and uh, the value of it. And so that just bloomed. It just was 20-fold the effect psychologically and financially on the business for me. Well, that's so good to hear, Marilee. And incidentally, Francine, um, we've missed the very end of your thought, but we got the most of it. And okay. for people who are doing Zoom calls today, they know this. For the radio audience, we had a little Wi-Fi delay on Francine's side, but okay. hey, you just roll these days. You just keep I going, man. And, no and that's kind of uh, that's kind of where we are. But uh, coming back to Marie and Brian for a second, you hear these stories over and over again. And I remember when you and I, the two of you and I, uh, met early in the process, and then along the way, the further you got into the process, way beyond the the initial thought of how long the fund was going to be here, and and. And I, I remember specifically, Marie, you saying to me that we have to raise more money because you can't hear these stories and see these applications and not want to fit the need. It became much bigger than you expected it to, but you couldn't walk away from it. And it got it, it got in your soul, didn't it? It did. Uh, when you hear the stories and you're only hearing three today, you want to do more, you want to help. You know, we raise a lot of money. We're involved in our community. And who's the first person to step up when you have a school fundraiser or a nonprofit benefit? It's your small business. Mm -hmm. They donate the toy or give the gift certificates. And they are the fabric of the community. Um, I think Marilee made a great point. Um, it was hard for small businesses to get access to the, the government-funded programs. It took bandwidth. It took time. And so we really tried to have a process that was easy to complete but allowed us to do our due diligence in order to get these dollars out as fast as we can. I think midway through the program in the fall, um, we had so many applicants we weren't able to move as quickly as we could and obviously now we're running a wait list. Um, but we felt like speed and certainty was was really important for these small businesses who were who were doing this at night while they tried to keep their small business open during the day. It's it's really remarkable. It it really is. We're getting kind of near the end of this segment, but yeah. I wanted to, uh, to to tell you first of all what what wonderful stories you guys tell, 
Uh, this has been uh, Merrily Fur from Miners Torstorf, uh, Francine Smith from Patrick Sinusha Springs, uh, Gene Johnson and Brittany from J&W Smokehouse in Cleveland, and then, of course, Brian and Marie Sanderson, who started the Mississippi 30-Day Fund. When we come back, I want to reflect for a minute about even in these challenging moments, and Fr- Francine, I-, I heard yours in particular, yours so challenging. Um I want to hear from you about what you're thankful about. What, you know, in the, it, it, there's always challenge and there's always adversity, but in these moments, it gives us an opportunity to say, wow, but my goodness, we have so much to be thankful for. That's what I want to talk about after we come back. Subscribe for free to the Coast View Podcast on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. He's the former president and publisher of the Sun-Herald, and now he's on the radio. Welcome to Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Coastview. We're having a terrific conversation about the Mississippi 30 Day Fund that was developed by Marie and Brian Sanderson. And we have uh, th- you know, three special guests, uh, or actually four, three special businesses, but four guests. Uh, Marilee Fur from Miner's Toy Store in Ocean Springs, Francine Smith from Patrick's Restaurant in Ocean Springs, and Gene and- Johnson and Brittany Johnson from J&W Smokehouse in Cleveland. And up there in the Mississippi Delta. So let's come back to Marie and Brian for just a second. Um, you know, we're gonna we're gonna talk to each of the of the uh, businesses about what what they have gratitude for in this moment. But as you you know, you guys have been all over the place. You've you've had so much success in your life. But when when everything sort of got boiled away for a second, and you were able to sort of sit there in the quietness of your own thoughts, what did you find the most gratitude in? Well, um, you know, when you spend as much time with your your family as as everyone has had to do during COVID, um, you know, I think you do realize how thankful you are for them, your health. Uh, But then going through this experience with the Mississippi 30 Day Fund has really impressed, I think, upon both of us that we do have a unique and special place here in Mississippi. Um, You know, we certainly feel that way in Ocean Springs every day, being able to go downtown and uh, let the kids pick out some toys um, more more than we should, Mary Lee, but thankful <laughs> that that you're there and uh, and go to Patrick's restaurant and enjoy a wonderful meal. And I can't wait to get up to Cleveland and visit Gene and Brittany at that uh, and eat some good barbecue. But it, it's really made us tremendously grateful for the uniqueness and um, j- just the real uh, special places and businesses and people that made Mississippi um, uh, a, a kind state. Yeah, Marie, what would you add to that? You know, the same. I mean, we funded um, businesses in almost every um, county in Mississippi, um, and we've gotten to know a lot. We have so many entrepreneurs in Mississippi, and small businesses is really who we are. Um, and so we've enjoyed, um, while not physically be a- being able to drive to all of our recipients currently, we hope that changes very soon. We've enjoyed talking to people from across the state. It- it's been a nice outlet. I mean, I mean, I think for us personally, for me personally, um, it's been a hard year, but I will always treasure the time I've had at home. Um, there's a lot of silver linings. We have a three-year-old um, that I got to spend a lot of time 
time with. Um, and if I had been keeping my normal schedule, I would have gone once a week. And so there are a lot of uh, special moments that we've tried to reflect on as we power through 2021 to hopefully some normalcy. Yeah, I started writing a book of lessons right after Hurricane Katrina. There was this one powerful moment when my two sons and I were sitting. I have a daughter, too, but my two sons and I were sitting outside. And my son, Justin, looked at me and as we were looking. You know, no lights were on, and we were looking at the stars. And he said, Dad, what is it about the hurricane that made God make the, the stars brighter? And I said, well, we don't have all the interference of light. That's what it is. And and I thought uh, it hit me in that moment. I mean, I had a lot of moments like that after Hurricane Katrina, but I've met, holy mackerel, what a what a wonderful message, you know, to to think about this time I'm sitting here with my sons. I probably wouldn't have been sitting there with them, frankly. I'd been at some business meeting somewhere, you know, who knows what. Um, so let's come over to, to Brittany Johnson and Jean Johnson. And I want to commend Brittany. What a, what a, she's so bright. We had to, she's been masterful with her mute button. I've noticed, and uh, <laughs> I appreciate I appreciate that. But 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 Jean, you you um you've you've seen so much. But in this moment that you are in now, what are you most grateful for? I'm just grateful for that. I, me and my family, everybody else, they're still in the world. Cause this uh, the COVID have took a many people out. People I have known real close and stuff. And I'm thankful of uh, Maria and her uh. Yeah, well, thank you so much. And Brittany, what would you add to that? Um, You know, being in the pandemic, you realize a lot, especially being so young. But I will say it's having your health and your family to support you. And like my mom said, having um Mr. and Mrs. Sanderson with Mississippi Thursday Fund to help us continue to, you know, help the community through what we love, making barbecue and you know, serving our community. And without that, it would be very hard to do that during this pandemic. Thank you so much, Brittany. Uh, I know a lot of people feel that way, and and uh, that's a, that's a, such a wonderful thing to be able to say. Um, let's come to, let's come to you next, uh, Marilee Fur from Fur's Toy Store. What, as you think about you know things that you're grateful for, you're actually there in Colorado visiting with family as we speak. Yeah, it would be hard to not hear an answer from you that involves something that has to do with family. I'm so grateful for the, my family, my parents that came before me that showed how to survive tough times in life because that generation went through so much and it was always like, okay, how are we going to get through this? And we get through everything. I'm so grateful for my immediate family, my husband, my children, and that we all were safe, that none of us even got sick during this entire thing. We're healthy. We worked hard at it. I'm thankful for my family in the community. All of the people like Brian and Marie, oh my goodness, that have these brainstorms for you, Ricky, leaders that are positive, and and then also for my toy store families. I drove all over delivering toys, and I saw where people lived. I drove to the farthest reaches, and children would write thank you notes and tape them on their doors and their windows for me for when I dropped off toys for them because they needed this they needed the pick me up the children needed to know everything was going to be okay and a toy delivery in their world was a helpful thing and so i'm so thankful for so much that that is what so well said so well said and it involved the legacy of your parents and and even in that conversation i mean in, in the moment 
you, I often think of my father and my mother. My mother's still alive, incidentally, and I get the opportunity to get her wisdom every day, which is incredible. But but I think about my father. I even talk think of him as sort of this guardian angel <clears throat> because yeah. so much of who I am today is what he gave to me, and I wish I could you know thank him for that for sure. I, I think he's there to, to to hear me thank him, actually, when I say that. So, uh, yes. Francine, so, Francine, you did something that I've never seen before during this show. You, <laughs> you switched from your computer to your phone. Yes, and did I it, had to. Did it, did it seamlessly. So thank I you. really appreciate that. That was uh, quite a feat that I watched just then. But anyway, you. you know, you've had you've had some difficult times. And I know you lost your mother last mm-hmm. October. And in the midst of all of that. Um, you still have gratitude. Yes, I do. Um, my mother, my father, what they instilled in us as children and as adults, um, they work diligently. I mean, 24 hours a day to support six children gave us all an opportunity to go to college, gave us an opportunity to say, if you don't want to do restaurant business, you have another career. Mm-hmm. So with Patrick, Patrick had uh, been with my mom and dad since he was born. They helped raise him. And he fell in love with the restaurant business. And he learned everything that my mom knew, everything my father knew. He used to make the trips to, with him to the produce companies and to the seafood markets. And my mom would touch the fish, okay? So he still does that to today. Everything that he learned from my mom is still there. So I'm grateful for her, and I'm grateful to see that that embedded in him as a young man. Um, I'm grateful to the Sanders, the Sandersons too, because without them, we wouldn't have made it. I can tell you that for a fact. Mm-hmm. Uh, with a startup business. And that money that we used it for, and I know a lot of people don't want to tell you how they used it, but I want to tell you how we used it. We needed it to convert our business to curbside. Mm -hmm. We had to change our menu. We had to upgrade and get everything to code for COVID. That money allowed us to be able to stay in existence until at least we were able to reopen the dining area. So I'm extremely grateful for the... uh, for the help because it was the first financial support we were able to get and we got it fast. Francine, thank you so much for sharing yeah. that. That that is that is so um touching your story, but you know, it is so interesting how when we, you know, don't have the buzzing, you know, noise of the day all around us, if we just sit there in the quietness mm-hmm. of our thoughts. There is so much to be thankful for. And Maureen and Brian, as we come back to you, as we're winding down, <clears throat> it is um, it has to hit your heart to hear. I mean, you said this already to me, Marie. Again, you know, you've been in communication with these people all along. But but once again, to hear their thoughts about how important the Mississippi 30 Day Fund was to them, it has to make you proud. Sure. Uh, we we believe that we could um, provide a service. And by the way, we did not do this alone. I think it's appropriate to say that Ole Miss, Mississippi State loaned their law school students, their business school students. We had donors across the state that stepped up 
Um, and we got this idea from a successful entrepreneur in Virginia and felt like if they can do it in Virginia, we should do it in Mississippi. So we did not come up with this completely on our own or did it on our own. But I think it has been such a blessing to our family to have had a major role um, in helping other people because I think Francine and Mary Lee um, and the Johnsons are they are the people of Mississippi who make our play, our state very special. And we're glad to play a small role in their moving forward in a traditional way. Well, thank you, uh, Brian and Marie, for putting this meeting together today. And Mary Lee, Francine, Francine, I started to say it again, (laughs) Gene and Brittany, it has been an absolute pleasure to visit with all of you. And uh, and to Mary Lee, safe travels back to Ocean Springs. And good luck to you guys. I'll I'll be over at Patrick's in, in no time. I, I will find my way to Cleveland. I'm going to have some of your barbecue. And uh, and I just had a new grandbaby born yesterday. Congratulations. Congratulations. For soon. So God bless all Good. of you. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Thank we'll be you. back after this break. Yeah. Thank you. Also, listen live to Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on your Amazon Alexa devices. Once you've enabled the skill, just say, Alexa, open Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.